Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pittsburgh Steelers end their preseason perfect. This team looks much more unstoppable than we could have ever imagined. Their holes seemingly all filled. The only question left is, how good is this team once San Francisco rolls into town? What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talk or subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Today, we are talking about the Steelers preseason finale, a game that was over seemingly as soon as it started, that in every aspect, the Pittsburgh Steelers looked, well, perfect as they finished their preseason with their first team offense and their first team defense looking as good as they could possibly look, plenty of scoring, effortless drives, remarkable, unstoppable defensive force in both the secondary and up front. And in a game that I don't think could have gone any better if they planned it. Kenny Pickett, the first team offense, well, they finish it off just as strong as they started They conclude the preseason with five series, 27 plays, 315 yards, five touchdowns. Their second-year quarterback, 13 for 15, 199 yards, two touchdowns, a 158.33 passer rating. This team, by all accounts, is ready to go. It was 24-0 before you started to get the feel that, okay, maybe this game isn't worth watching anymore. There was a minute 59 or 49, excuse me, left in the second quarter before a Steelers quarterback threw an incompletion. Everybody looked good. You look at the notes and everything's perfect. The offense is unstoppable. The defense, they're deep, incredibly deep. Calvin Austin is a freak in the punt return game, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris look like the one-two punch that the Pittsburgh Steelers have preached about all summer long. Deontay Johnson continues to be the most open receiver in football. George Pickens does George Pickens things on a regular basis at this point. TJ Watt, I mean, he didn't break out the celebration only because he's waiting for the regular season, but he still looks just as dominant. Alandon Roberts is an absolute hammer. Both nickelbacks, they don't need to cover. You want to know why? Because the Pittsburgh Steelers have this thing where whoever's rushing off the edge from the slot corner position, they just bat the ball away at the line of scrimmage. Easy. Easy peasy. Even 
Anthony McFarlane looks like a quality member of the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. And Connor Hayward figured out how to run the football in an NFL. Who would have thought? This team looks incredible, and we haven't even touched on the biggest point. But let's break down everything. Najee Harris finally has a preseason game where he contributes that contribution immediately noticed. This guy looks good. He looks smooth. He looks strong. He looks healthy. And I know I am very skeptical and I will remain skeptical heading into week one, but just reporting on what I saw, Najee Harris, by all accounts, looks ready to rock, looked really good against the Atlanta Falcons. And then Jalen Warren decided to do his thing. And what I loved about that is that the Pittsburgh Steelers meticulously drove down the field and utilized both of their running backs, both of their offensive weapons, and allowed them both to feed off of each other, which I think is exactly what everybody is waiting for in 2023. Meanwhile, Kenny Pickett continues to look, I don't want to say dominant, but that's the only word that comes to mind. This guy isn't making mistakes. It's not bad throws. They are all perfect. The deep ball, accurate. George Pickens can go up and get anything, but it's a lot easier when Kenny Pickett throws sideline passes that only George Pickens can catch when he finds Deontay Johnson on a 30-yard bomb when he's wide open and he's smart enough, Kenny, to find that early because he understands his reads. You could tell that the game has slowed way down for this second-year quarterback. You could tell that the Pittsburgh Steelers passer is ready to go when he believes in his weapons and the chemistry, which I think is so big, is there. If Najee Harris and Jalen Warren can continue to ground and pound as a one-two punch, I mean, everything about this offense seems fine. You saw a 13-yard burst from Najee Harris that I think brings us to the final point of the offense, and it's this. Darnell Washington lined up with the first team next to Dan Moore, who was lined up next to Isaac Siamalu. And even if there weren't questions about the starting left tackle coming into the game, because I believe those have already ended, that drive, that moment where they created a hole for a 13-yard burst for Najee Harris up the middle, it put every question away. Dan Moore looks good right now. And he looks the best that he's ever looked. And he's playing next to somebody who's better than he's ever played against, which I think is a significant factor in this. Darnell Washington, I mean, the guy's ready to play NFL snaps. He's ready to be that big blocker, that 6'7", to whatever tight end that could just dominate, that could be an extra left tackle for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everything that they've been looking for, everything that they wanted in their third round tight end already there. That trio looked scary. Even with Kendrick Green in the game, who I thought looked pretty all right. Didn't look bad. And by the time that they took him out, you kind of just felt like, I mean, if Kendrick was going to fight for a spot, Mike Tomlin said it before the game, this one is the big one. This is the final exam. Everything counts here. Kendrick put on his best showing of the summer. And I don't know if he makes this roster, but if he does, it's based solely off of what he did against the Atlanta Falcons. But that offensive line as a whole, they're good. They're real good. This is the first time in years that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a real offensive line, and it is a complete game changer. It allows Kenny Pickett to actually read his wide receivers, read a defense, find open guys. It allows Deontay Johnson and George Pickens to get open downfield. It creates holes for Najee Harris, something that he hasn't had in two seasons, and allows Jalen Warren to do things like rush for five-yard touchdowns, but at the same time find 60-yard untouched bursts down the sideline. 
the offensive line. I don't know what else to say besides congratulations to the Steelers because it took a lot of effort, a lot of mistakes, but they have finally put together a group that you feel pretty good about. On the defensive side, the list goes on, and I can continue reading down about everything that was happening, but honestly, you just sum it up like this. The Steelers' defense is very deep, is incredibly deep. We already know about Nick Herbig and his push for whatever, playing time, I guess, behind T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. Rookie dominance in the preseason. T.J. Watt is T.J. Watt. Alex Highsmith is Alex Highsmith. Nick Herbig looks like a contribution piece. Marcus Golden looks like a dude who's being overlooked and shouldn't be overlooked. He looks just as good as everybody else. He's good in the run game. He's good in the pass game. He's a veteran. You could see that he just outmuscles a lot of guys out there. Marcus Golden looks really, really good. The inside linebackers are ridiculous right now. Cole Holcomb is a proven starter. He's very reliable in coverage, which is something that we've waited to see against the Atlanta Falcons that was on full display. There were at least two times where I wrote down in my notes that Cole Holcomb had great coverage. Even if the guy caught the football, it was a two or three yard gain at most. He was where he needed to be to stop a play and exactly where an inside linebacker should be once somebody catches a football. That's all the Steelers are looking for. Quan Alexander remains an absolute missile, but next to him is a Landon Roberts, who is a scary, scary human being on a football field, an absolute hammer. You got a missile next to a hammer with a guy who just does it all. And then that's doesn't even include Mark Robinson. That's a scary trio plus one. I don't know, but it's dangerous. So Landon Roberts was loving playing football against the Atlanta Falcons, and you loved every second of him blitzing up the middle and just hitting Tyler Heineke. You loved every second of Quan Alexander bringing the heat against the Atlanta Falcons. You loved every second of Cole Holcomb making Cole Holcomb plays. It was ridiculous. And then the secondary. Kenny Robinson, still iffy on whether or not he makes the team, but he did have a couple of good plays. He also had some mistakes, and I will give him that. But at the same time, Joey Porter Jr., one pass interference call that I think is right on the line there. But besides that, was so quiet that you started to wonder, hey, is he even playing? Which is great for an outside corner. If nobody even realizes you're on the field, that means that you're not getting beat. It's the complete opposite of James Pierre's, oh, well, he has nine tackles in a game. Uh, That's a concern. This one, not a concern. The total opposite of that. You don't hear about a guy? That's good. And Joey Porter Jr., he needed a big game. Patrick Peterson looked good in this game. Levi Wallace looked good in this game. Shannon Sullivan rushing off the edge and batting a ball is becoming a weekly thing. And at this point, like I said earlier, you don't have to play coverage with either of your nickel guys if Elijah Riley is just going to sack quarterbacks and Shannon Sullivan is just going to bat balls at the line of scrimmage. What else you need them to do? Those are two successful plays, and they do them every single week. I don't know how you get rid of either of those guys, but they look good. They both look very good. Very good. Keanu Benton returned after an ankle injury and immediately made an impact with Quan Alexander up the middle. DeMarvin Leal made a couple of plays. Isaiah Loudermilk was involved. I mean, at this point, the Steelers just look really good. And that doesn't even touch on Calvin Austin being an immediate impact in the punt return and just a freak athlete back there. You could tell how fast this guy is. And there were some concerns about, oh, 
the speed. At one point, Calvin Austin said, I'm still not even back to 100% speed-wise from the foot injury. I don't know what 100% looks like, and maybe he's there now, but if he somehow gets faster, I just I didn't think you could be that fast. He looks good. He looks shifty. Anthony McFarlane will find his footing in the return game. I believe that because his change of direction this season compared to seasons past is a hundred times better, maybe more. Overall, this team just looks quality. There are no missing pieces. And yeah, there's some depth stuff that we've talked about all offseason long that I think remain there, but I think there's opportunities to solve those things in the next two weeks. But right now, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers in general and you just look at a team that is going to send certain guys onto the field in week one when they host San Francisco. And those certain guys, they don't leave a hole out there. They look good from top to bottom. And the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, they are a scary football team and one that fans should be excited about. That watching all three preseason games, it wasn't a feel of, oh, okay, the Steelers look good, but the Steelers look good, but no. They were too smooth on both sides of the football and really in all three phases to have any concerns leaving the, po- or the preseason. Excuse me. At this point, be optimistic about the Steelers. Football doesn't start until week one. I get that. But if you're going to judge off of everything we've seen for the last month and a half, you got to feel pretty good about who they are, where they're going, and what they have. And that's exactly what you're looking for as a team leaving your preseason finale.